You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, let's talk today about uh, a part of the body that has some significant weight to it that we actually had to look it up to see how much it weighed because it doesn't get enough attention in the golf swing for allowing it to move. And it's, it's a heavy part of the body. Some of us have a lot heavier than other, and it really controls in some sense how we perceive the golf ball, how we perceive our swing, how we perceive our movements throughout the golf swing. What are we talking about? Yeah. So, um, we're talking about how the head moves in the swing. And I think it's um, something that most golfers will notice when they're looking at swings, just because it's a common thing to kind of think about. Um, hey man, your head's picking up or you're looking up or your, your head's moving. So it's, it's like the go-to swing advice for the, your buddies trying to help you out. And you know, it's something that you, you're used to seeing, but, um, you know, in a way, I think people have misconstrued what they're supposed to be doing with their head. You know, trying to freeze it in place is probably the worst thing you could possibly do. Uh, and, and today we're going to kind of talk about how, you know, you want to have some freedom to it in response to how kind of your torso is moving and the head just kind of can, can help or hinder you. But um, you, you don't want to try to freeze it in place. No, and I think we did a video uh, not too long ago where we used our good buddy Mark Sheftick's pressure board. And what that is, if you don't know what that is, it's like a about a two, two and a half foot board, like a, say like a one by two sheet of plywood type thing, and it has a cleat running down the middle. So it's like a little miniature seesaw. And you stand on that and you it'll, it'll um, you know, rock to the right in the backswing and then it'll rock to the left, hopefully before the downswing starts. And then you hit a shot and we demonstrated, we've done a number of videos using that. And on one of the videos we posted, People just really freaked out that your head, now this is standing on a seesaw, so it's even more exaggerated, that your head actually moved forward in the golf swing. And they don't understand. I don't think a lot of people are under the impression that the head shouldn't move forward at all. And then you start talking to them and they think, well, the head shouldn't move back, shouldn't move up, shouldn't move down. They've kind of really corralled the head into a very small, tiny amount of movement. And that's not what we see from the best players in the world. Now, and the more we look at gears captures and we can see the the body segments and how much they're actually moving and put a number to it. You know, we look at the center of the rib cage and the center of the shoulders, and then obviously the head's going to move in response to that. You know, and the more I look at swings, the more I prefer a little bit of head movement forward as the head, as the body starts shifting forward on the downswing. And then as you get closer to impact, then you might get the head kicking back a little bit, you know, back away from the target in response to um, kind of the pushing off with the ground with the left side if you're, you know, obviously a right-handed golfer. Um, but it, it's, let there be a flow to the head movement instead of just 
locking it down because the best players in the world are actually letting it flow. And like I said, I prefer a little bit of forward motion because that helps get the pressure forward uh, toward the target instead of trying to keep it behind the ball or keep the head behind the ball, which I think that intent alone can get people hanging back and hitting fat shots and everything that goes along with that and thin shots, really. Right. We talked about in our, let me think of what number it was. I think it was in episode five where we talked about how much lateral movement there is in good golf swings and there should be in good golf swings. It's hard to move laterally and not have your head move. Yeah. Very difficult to do it to the point where if you try not to move your head or try to stop your head from moving, you're really going to restrict some very good things that happen in the golf swing. Yeah. I mean, we just looked it up a minute ago. We said, it, I think the average human head weighs like 10 to 11 pounds. I mean, One of us have an average human head. Yeah. Mike's like, <laughs> like 25 pounds. But, uh, you know, trying to keep that behind the ball. I mean, in reality, your head's already behind the ball if you have a normal ball position. Right. In a normal setup. So trying to keep it farther back than that or in some way kind of contrived kind of head behind the ball feeling as you start down, your head weighs 10 pounds. I mean, it's, it's very difficult to get the weight and the pressure into the left foot um, as you start down. If you're physically trying to hold your head back or keep your head down, I mean, I know with my swing, I'm trying to let my head release a little bit more through the ball. So I have to feel like it's actually moving forward and up. And when I tell that to people in lessons, they just look at me like I have three heads normally and I have to show them, listen, you know, you don't want to freeze your head at the ball. You got to let the head have its own release, which allows the body to release. So, um, yeah, you look at great players over the years like du David Duval and Annika Sorenstam. I mean, those head movements that they had in their swing, I feel like allowed them to rotate better. I know Annika used it as a drill at first, letting her eyes rotate to the target early. And it worked so well for letting her shift into her lead side that she just started doing it in her normal golf swing and started beating everybody. So um, it's such a huge deal to kind of let it have its own freedom of movement in response to good body motion. Yeah, we can actually measure the the forces that happen during the golf swing now, especially with like force plates and into the ground. And when we see golfers who come in and they have like an overly – downhead you know i think of Corey pavin kind of that look where you you want to kind of look at where the ball was for a long period of time in the through sing in the through swing we actually see what's called a double peak with those forces and uh it's typically in the vertical force and it's like there's like a peak at impact and then because the head stays down the body almost kind of rebounds and has another peak and that's not typically healthy for the back no, that happens. I, nope. And I was taught to glue my, well, I don't know if I was taught it, but I, I was pretty much, well, to keep your head down was what everybody told you to do. So I was probably taught that at some point when I was a kid and I have that, I have to watch out cause I have that double peak because I tend to freeze my head down a little bit too long. And, and it did, it did take a toll on my back and I have a bad back to prove it as part of it. Um, but yeah, keeping it frozen down. I mean, if you get nothing else from this episode, do not try to freeze your head down or keep your head down or whatever that is. That's not why you're hitting it fat and thin anyway. It's got nothing to do with keeping your head down, I promise you. Because some of the best players in the world, their head is not even rotated looking at the ball when they're making contact. Exactly right. Unlike other sports, you know, the golf ball typically doesn't move. Hope so. so it's it's going to be where it was. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be where it was when you took the club back. It's still going to be there at impact. So... If you've ever seen a blind golfer play golf, they do pretty darn good without ever seeing the golf ball. They break and 80. Yeah, it's exactly right. So, you know, it's not 
necessary to keep your head down, to keep your nose pointing on the ball. Now, there are extremes. You can move the head so much Mm -hmm. that you have to feel like, and we've done this in lessons where you kind of just corral the head movements. But in general, you know, it's going to move. And in gears, we were able to take these 3D images of these golfers, and there's a feature called the uh, head bubble. It's like uh, the old... uh, uh, scuba diving you know the old school scuba divers that put that like fishbowl on top of their head Mm -hmm. that's kind of what this looks like it puts a a round circle round bubble around their head and it's three-dimensional so wherever you rotate the golfer this bubble kind of stays in place and these pros if if that's a glass like a fishbowl they're banging their head in every possible direction they're banging it at the top of the bowl the bottom of the bowl left of the bowl side of the bowl their heads move left right up and down throughout the golf swing. And these are the best players in the world. You have to allow yourself some freedom of movement with the head because it also allows the neck to move and then the neck start to, you know, we're starting to attach ourselves to the trunk and the shoulders. And we want an unrestricted turn in the golf swing and you can't restrict that central part up there, the head, that whole 12 pounds and expect the rest of it to be free flowing. You, you make a good point. You know, and, you know, if you're looking at swings, obviously there's a, you know, you want you want a little movement to the right on the back swing, then kind of a recentering back toward the middle as your club gets to the top of the swing, and then a movement forward as, as you start down. So it's not like there's a random movement of the head. You know, most of them have the same kind of shape of movement, but just different amounts of movement, I would say. But Mike makes a good point there, and I think um, some people miss this too. It's we I just talked about a minute ago, allowing your head to rotate on the follow-through. You know, I talk about a lot of times, you know, watch the ball, but also watch the ball fly. So you should be, you know, I hit, I teach out of a hitting bay. You know, you want to be able to see the club hit the ball, let's just say, right. And then, then see it leave the hitting bay. A lot of people never see the ball till it's 30, 40 yards down range. And that's just keeping your head down, eyes down for too long. Now that's on the follow through side. It's also okay to allow your chin to rotate a little bit to the right on the backswing to allow your shoulders to turn a little more. So, you know, don't think in terms of the head is just up, down, left, right. It's also okay to allow it to rotate some. And we see that with, with every good swing, it just accommodates good athletic motion. A hundred percent. It, there is that freedom of movement, not only, you know, in the classic left, right, up and down, which is how we, a lot of us think about the golf swing is, you know, left, right, up and down. Cause we put, we're so used to seeing lines drawn on the screen. What we can't draw on the screen is rotation. And there is absolutely that element of rotation with not only the body, but certainly the head. And if you, again, if you restrict it, it's going to be at your peril with the other parts of the golf swing. And I don't think, you know, I didn't grow up playing stick and ball sports. I never played baseball. Never. In fact, I struck out the, the one time I tried little league on T-ball. I struck out in T-ball because my, I'm so used to playing basketball where you never watch the ball that my head was always looking out to where I thought I was going to hit the ball and I'd wind up clipping the tee and the ball would just fall straight down into the dirt. So I was never good at playing, you know, keep your eye on the ball sports. Uh, So I never had that problem in golf. But when I was growing up, every golf instructor tried to get me to keep my head still, keep looking at the golf ball, and it just felt so restrictive. Now, I probably needed some of that because my head, you know, I would be looking up in the backswing. You know, it, it, you can go both sides of the extreme for sure. Yes, you can. Yeah. And I know Jack Grout helped Jack Nicholas. I know a lot of you are mm-hmm. probably thinking that held his head. But, you know, Jack may have needed that lesson when he was growing up because he moved it around too much. And we're not saying, 
it, it moves massive amounts. Like Mike said, you know, you think about that scuba diving bubble that goes on your head. Um, you know, it's not a lot of movement. And if, if you've got too much, you need to kind of wrangle it in a little bit. But I think the um, idea behind this particular episode is that if you're trying to lock it down in any way, that just restricts the motion and restricts the timing and the amount of clubhead speed you can create. And just, I, I call it starts to make your swing look too wooden. And yeah. um, we just, we just don't want that. It's not, it's not good. Uh, a for your, for your back, even as far as just trying to stay healthy so you can play a long time. And it's, it's just not good for your swing overall to try to lock things down. Jack may have the most, you know, we talked about Annika and, uh, David Duvall on the through swing, you know, through impact, Jack may have the most famous head rotation on the takeaway. Yeah, he did it before. Even if you watch Jack hit, you know, anytime he has a massive kind of head rotation, almost like sort of like 30 degrees probably to the right before he takes mm-hmm. the club back. Uh, Faldo did it too. And of course I have that in my swing because that was my favorite player. So I did everything that Faldo did. Um, so you know, like Mike said, allowing it to rotate some of the best players in the world over the years have allowed some freedom of movement. So you want to take clues from good players because success always leaves clues, leaves clues, like we say. You know, watch the best players in the world. They don't lock their head down. And you shouldn't either. <laughs> don't do that. No. Now, again, you can see this if you've got, if you video your swing or you use like a little microphone stand that we use with a noodle, you can put a box around your head, you know, you can kind of mimic that, that circle or a box that we use Mm -hmm. on gears and just kind of at first, just see what your head's doing. I I think that's kind of the general rule for everything we talk about this podcast. First, it's a good idea to see what you're doing. Some of this stuff that we talk about will apply. Some of it won't. And you don't want to start taking medicine for something that you don't have a problem with. So it's first, see if you have too much head movement or see if it's moving correctly. See if you're releasing your head properly through the shot. Like Sean said, seeing the ball and then seeing it leave, right? That's important rotation through the shot. And then start to devise a way and start to game plan and get some feels for, okay, maybe I am moving it too much in the backswing or I'm tilting it too far. Then you can start to be aware of just being aware of swing issues, especially something that moves as slowly as the head awareness is probably 75 to 80% of the battle in fixing it. Yep. And I'm going to reiterate this. If you're hitting a bad shot, it is not because you lifted your head. I promise you it's not because you lift your head. You got to let go of that idea and figure out what's really going on. um, Because that's not what you're doing wrong. I can promise you. No, exactly right. It's the, it may be the original swing tip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's the go-to, that one, and I got quick or something like that, right? Yeah, it, it's hard to think of an older swing tip than keep your head down. Keep your but... head down. Hey, man, you got to keep your head down. <laughs> <laughs> That's something uh, you tell your buddy when he's playing well. Hey, yeah. man, it's like you lifted up too early on that <laughs> Yeah, keep your head down a little more. <laughs> That's the end of him. <laughs> All right, Sean, we finished 25 seconds early. Perfect. The key here is don't restrict the head. And let it flow. Let it be athletic. Let it move with the body throughout the swing. And I think you'll be much better for it. Anything else we need to cover before we take off? I think that covers it. But if you know a buddy that uh, is trying to keep his head down and needs to hear this, please (laughs) share it with him. Uh, We're trying to help as many golfers as we can. And you guys can help us do that. Awesome, guys. We will see you all on the next one.